0: After your fourth, you regret being born, but I don't because this series is absolutely fucking maddening. Guys, welcome to the Mess Up at Midnight podcast, the show that just wants to move to New York, open up a small little bookshop, and forget about its own existential dread for five fucking minutes. I'm your host, Max Steel, and as always, I'm joined by Michael Flaherty, who has almost thrown up four times today. Mike, how you doing?
1: Uh, After... After all of this, after watching After, this this is, you know what? Physically, I didn't think After would fight this hard, but this is genuinely, like, making my stomach churn. And <laughs> listeners, Max is not joking. Genuinely, genuinely, my stomach has been, my, my tummy's been t- rumbling and tumbling for, for the past 40 minutes. After's, after's bro- left me a broken man.
0: Yeah, listen, it's just whenever Mike sees a picture of Harden Scott, it just gives him the butterflies to just make him want to just, just gratuitously vomit all over his surroundings.
1: It's like it's like in South Park, whenever whenever Wendy talks to Stan, he violently throws up. That's just me. But whenever Harden is on screen speaking or just existing, and it's not out of love, it's out of just pure animal instinct at this point.
0: Yeah, so guys, the after marathon continues with The dumbest movie title uh, ever in the 2022 romantic movie After Ever Happy. Now, the plot of this one, I mean, if you'd be surprised, it's the same fucking thing as the last one. We follow the trials and tribulations of Tessa and Harden going through their relationship issues as they fight, fuck, and flail their way through another movie. But this time, it's just fucking crazy. Mike, what did you think of After Ever Happy? See, uh,
1: this is... We've left Mauryville, Max. We've left Maury moments where it's moments of you know, like he said, she said, bullshit. Now it's just hmm. and violence. That's all it is. Now we've left Maury and now we're in Jerry Springer territory. <laughs> it's, it's just floppy. It's messy. There's... There's there's couches being burned. There's food being thrown, and there's a lot of sex to be had. So <laughs> it's it's a, a whole mess.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like halfway through the last movie, they just thought, how can I make this series just utterly insane? Like the last movie, I mean, we had like <laughs> you know uh, the the de- by the way spoiler the dad plot, which is like you know a little tease for this movie, like where we have we have arson, uh, dead dad. Moving across the country and your ex becoming famous. Like this whole movie is just chock full of like fan fiction stereotypes and stereotypes in general. It's, it's wild. It's crazy. It's crazy. This is, this
1: is the point in the Wattpad story where I, where I can obviously tell that Anna Todd just... Just was running out of ideas and it and, and opened up the gaudy playbook, Max. Like she just started going into the hat of many tropes and she just pulled out the romance stuff of dad's dying, arson, toxicity, lots of sex. And she just went, yes, yes, and yes, baby. It is just, it's, this is easily the most unhinged one. I feel mm-hmm. like every after movie up to this point has been its own little flavor of toxicity. And this one is chaos. This one is chaos. This one is the toxic side of the I want an unpredictable life.
0: <laughs> yeah, like like if, uh, if after Ever Happy was like a Ninja Turtle, it'd be like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know, Michelangelo? Raphael, Raphael, I think, because he's the he's the aggressive one. He's the one that like you know is you know causes you know beats people up a little bit more. Whereas Michelangelo, he's probably more like the second. Mike, what do you think? If after movies or Ninja Turtles, which one do you think they would be? <laughs> I gotta say, this is the this is the
1: weirdest leading question we've had. I'm gonna be honest. There's so many weird ones we've had. This one is definitely the most fucking out there. All right. So okay, let's figure out which one's the lame one, i.e. Donatello. So which one is the nerdy? Okay, I think
0: here's what I'm gonna say. I think the first movie You're gonna defend after, it, you
1: fucking nerd. You gonna listen, defend listen, Donatello?
0: No, I'm not I'm not defending Donatello. I'm just giving you which ones I think they are. So the first one, after, gotta be Leon, gotta be a uh, Leonardo. Yeah, it just absolutely. Be, it's, the, it's the first 100%. one it started it. After we collided, I think that one's Michelangelo because like Tessa goes mm-hmm. through like her ho phase and she just wants to like party and shit. And then yeah, after we fell, fair. I think would be Donatello because I don't know. I, just, I already decided that after Oregon ever Lame. happy was yeah exactly. I already decided that after ever happy was going to be Raphael. So uh, there you go.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just it's just logical at that point. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like it's you got you got Ho phase, you got Lee, you got lead. And then he got boring and you're like, God, that's gotta be Donatello. There's no way that's anything other than Donatello. And then you have just unhinged. And you're like, yeah, that's Raphael. Uh,
0: Can can you tell, I don't really have that many interesting facts to start you off with, with this movie, because let's just be honest here. They just kind of stopped caring after a little while. And the audiences did too.
1: It's, they literally, it's, it's so funny. Like, it's so genuinely obvious that they've literally lost all interest in the movie. Like, it feels like Josephine Langford and fricking Hero Fines or whatever his goddamn name is is just—they're cashing the checks and nothing else. Like, honest to Christ, they can't keep a—they can't keep a background actor there outside of, like. Like uh, what's his like? What's his name? Like Harden's dad or some mm-hmm. shit. Like
0: well, Harden's mom, actually. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the or, layout right now, and she stayed the same since we first saw her in the second movie. So, good for the what? actress. Good I guess. for her.
1: It's you know what, or bad for the actress because she didn't have anything <laughs> better going on. You know what? I don't know which one to say, but she's here. She's doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, Mike, I'm just gonna get right into it. Let's ask you, I'm going to ask you the ever most important question we have. I wasn't lying when I said I didn't have too much to say. So, Mike, if after ever happy was a drink, what would it be and why?
1: We're just cutting to the chase here. This, this, uh, this We're tired, is- man. This movie is this movie series has genuinely drained me, and his final one has definitely made my stomach flip flop well, no, no, no. with its. Well, listen, listen,
0: listen, listen, not final one.
1: Oh, we have the final
0: no. one that we are covering next week on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> that we're gonna have to go. It's probably so by the time that this podcast comes out, sorry to interrupt you, Mike, but by the time this podcast comes out, it's already gonna be out. So, you know, cool. Awesome. Here are our thoughts about it. Whatever. So we're going to be covering that uh, after everything next week. And we're going to have to see it in theaters. Uh,
1: oh, I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm tired of this, Grandpa. Well, it's too damn bad. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> all right. So, so my drink No. <laughs> so, all right. All right. Fine. So okay. We got... We got the two people, they're annoying, they're toxic, they suck, and they deserve all the bad that comes to them. We got Tessa, Vodka, lame, bland, main character girl number two. We've got Harden, English boy, who's who looks like he fell through a Spencer's. So, you know what? We're just making him concentrated English tea again. Who cares? It's going to be black and bitter, and it's just not going to be good. All right, move it forward. We've got we have a lot of characters from movie two and movie three who stayed around, but you know there were some shifts and adjustment, much like number, much like movie number three. Mm-hmm. Some real obvious big changes. Um, there was one chief one with Tessa's mom. They just hot swapped the mom again. They just I this they couldn't keep Selva Blair. They couldn't keep the second lady, so they just brought in this who this this woman.
0: <laughs> well, no, she, uh, she's actually the, she's actually the same Mira. Well, okay, Solvino. well, but, all right. So well, either stands.
1: way, either way, yeah, whatever. It's we have background characters that either are forgettable and look different every time, or characters that are genuinely different. But mm-hmm. okay, whatever. I said orange juice for the background characters in the first one. I'm saying I'm saying or, that one of those orange peach like cocktail Tropicana juice juice things because mm-hmm. it's not quite the same thing. Everyone still sucks. No one's redeemable. No one's likable. But you know what? There's something different about it. So you know what? Make one, it's orange is something else. Mm-hmm. Throw in throw in two ounces to the other two ounces that we had for. Tessa and uh, Harden. There's a lot of there's a lot of fucking. Oh my god! It, when they're not setting couches on fire and beating each other, <laughs> they're screwing. <laughs> so again, let's let's go let's go through the old aphrodisiacs that we got from from uh, from from movie number two and three. Paletta Spanish fly. Drop it in. Keep moving. All right. <laughs> now the key draw of this movie in particular of this one that stands out above the rest it's oh my God it's craziness mm-hmm. it's 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 beating it's it's i'm gonna get in a fist fight with my dad i'm gonna set a couch i'm gonna try and set my set my mom's couch on fire just insanity but it also is but it's not Insanity that grips you and makes you go, I must have more of this. Yes, you're not you're not drawn. You're just exhausted and tired. So get some non-stimulant pre-workout. It's got to be non-stimulant. Because you know what? You're getting slightly amped, but you're not actually amped. You're not like, I want more of it. You're kind of just in this weird spot of, yeah, this is messy. But you're also kind of like, at the same time, I am interested in this being over, though. So, the non-STEM workout. Now, as you're putting all of these ingredients into your cocktail shaker, I want you to record yourself putting it into the cocktail shaker. This is for the final part. Now, I want you to get someone else's phone. And I want you to prop up that video that you made of you making the stuff in the cocktail And I want you to film yourself drinking the cocktail as the video of you preparing the cocktail plays in the background. Because you need to be a little Mm self-congratulatory as you're making the cocktail. Much like Anna Todd was in this fucking movie. Because the end of the movie just becomes a stroke sesh for how great this woman is, apparently. And again, Anna Todd got the bag and good for her. But I I don't want the movie to be so... So so confident in its abilities when it so very much is not good at anything it executes. And that's my drink.
0: You know, I like the self-congratulatory part. I actually want to circle back to that at the end of this <laughs> podcast or, or when we get there when we're talking about this movie. But I like the I like the addition of like some of the some of the previous, you know, kind of you know, uh-huh. creating an after lore with your with your drinks. Ex- I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> I like it. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, there's now lore to my goddamn drinks.
0: Yes, there is lore to this movie, and there is lore to this podcast about this movie. Uh, we're living in the matrix, guys. Uh, it's the worst timeline, but yeah, Mike, good job. I like it. So, here's mine. You already know what to do with mine, like, this is the fourth one we're talking about. Wine seltzer and two shots of an expired Mike's Hard Lemonade as our base. You know, we're going to get into our crazy bits a little bit later, but here's my drink for now. Tessa Seltzer. I'm going to say go back to White Claw for this one because, you know, she like moved to New York to try to live her best life, you know, thinking she's an adult, but she's still the same shallow person she was in Seattle, thinking, you know, she's evolved but still falls into the same old habits when Harden arrives. White Claw. Let's say iced tea mango. Harden Scott, he he got all like, you know, rich and famous, but, you know, also parties at the beginning, but goes to rehab at the end. They try to make it to where it seems like, you know, oh, oh, he's changed. He's a different person. And for that, they do it poorly, by the way. I want to make that clear for that. Let's say Mike's harder half tea, half lemonade, because it's like, you know, he's in two worlds in this movie, but he's still quote unquote edgy here. Toss in two shots of that. Now, I'm not going to mention any of the other characters in this drink because, you know, quite frankly, they don't matter in this movie. So let's look at the shit that happens in this movie that me and Mike talked about. Arson, three quarters of an ounce of fireball. Because it has to be. Dead dad, three quarters of an ounce of water because, you know, daddy couldn't drink that instead when he was in rehab. Moving to New York, three quarters of an ounce of vinique. You know, a glittery, shimmering liqueur, because, you know, Big Apple, bright, shiny, lights. so oh, I've always dreamed about going to New York, gosh darn it. And then Hardin becoming a famous author. Three quarters of an ounce of cheap, watered-down gin. I don't know why, but when I imagine, you know, authors, I just imagine them smoking a cigarette and writing, and, you know, gin has, like, that smoky flavor to it, but, you know, Hardin isn't edgy, so three quarters of an ounce of watered-down gin. And lastly all the intangibles you've heard me talk about these on the podcast before like the little things like the 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 uh crazy stuff sprinkled throughout this movie you know hardened partying the funeral after the funeral vance cheating that just kind of gets glossed over the fighting the fucking and the most atrocious ending we've had in the afterverse so far you already know what to do if you've paid attention to my last few drinks, it's so simple, guys. Four and a half ounces of melon liqueur, baby, because fuck you. And that's my cocktail.
1: I'm going to vomit again. I'm going <laughs> to just vomit again. You're, you're bringing out a goddamn Arnold Palmer alcohol <laughs> with a White Claw and some melon liqueur and a... F- It's just, and Mike, you have to drink right now. Oh no, 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 Doug! I'm telling you, imagine how nasty it would be for uh, for for all of the listeners if I just actually just vomited right in front of the microphone. That would honestly, that would do numbers in the worst way possible
0: honestly that would be our shortest podcast episode because i would edit that to me being like so mike what did you think of uh after ever happy and it just is the, the sound of you throwing up and i would just be like all right that does it for this episode of the messed up at midnight podcast and just, <laughs> exactly just, just do the outro minutes. it's it, it's it's just uh mike
1: mike you have anything everything else you need to say and i am just be going like <laughs> all,
0: right. all right Well, getting away from mike's uh vomit Let's get into talking about the vomit inducing after ever happy. Oh. So, we start off on another fucking recap, which me and Mike don't need because these movies are our life now. We're just going to skip that. You've listened to our <laughs> podcast, you know what happens. <laughs> Last time on Dragon Ball Z, <laughs>
1: Tessa screamed at Harden. Harden said they were never actually an item. Tessa storms off, flabbergasted that Harden would say something.
0: You know, I wonder if I could take edits of uh, Harden and Tessa, like, fighting, and then I just put, like, the Super Saiyan hair on them, and, like, you know, the, pow- the what is it, the, w- the power waves behind them or whatever, and they're, yeah, exactly. like, eyes glowing. <laughs>
1: It's just I just like the idea of just, <laughs> just, just Harden before he like Hulk's out and like punches things because apparently now he like boxes and and like he like punches shit. And you just hear dragon, it ball scene. It's just the like sand here as he like punches something.
0: Okay, so now we're gonna cut to the wedding reception with a uh, "We Are Family" playing in the background. <laughs> it's so, it's so ironic because you know Harden is family. To another man. How shocking. And he's at this wedding. So Harden and Tessa they go to the wedding reception, and his mom just walks up and is like, Huh. So Christian told you. Whoops. My bad. And Harden just walks away from his mother. <laughs> I, <and> t- <laughs> I
1: love the mom. I love the mom. There's not a shred of there's not a shred of regret in her voice at all. The, I don't know if the mom was supposed to just not care. Sound like she doesn't care, but Dog, she lands it so well, because she's just like, I mean, <laughs> saws if you got mad. And you're like, girl, <laughs> this is a bit more of a my B.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. She just has a fucking weird reaction, dude. And Tess is just standing by and is just like, what the fuck do I do? I don't know. Let me go talk to Kimberly. <laughs> like, absolutely nothing happened while my boyfriend succumbs I- to alcoholism. It's, it's so, seeing Dessa in this whole scenario
1: is hysterical because again, it's like the, it's like the, the mom and dad stop fighting thing because it's hard screaming about how his like family, his, his family as he knows it has completely collapsed once again. And the mom being like, mm, sounds like you're being a baby back bitch though. And then Dessa's like, Tessa's like, ooh, should I like stay here or do I like go and gossip
0: like (laughs) really torn (laughs) I mean to be fair I would be like this has just been like the craziest like six to eight months of my life I don't even know what to do. Any like, I don't even know like which foot do I step with when I start walking. Like, what like what do I do?
1: <laughs> I just like, I just like the idea of just <laughs> Desire rolls into just some shitty pub on like on like a more ratchet part of London. <laughs> and just in the wedding, just in a full like full like formal dress, and just one of the one of the pages just like you had a rough day, and she goes, "I've had a rough fucking eight months." <laughs>
0: And she's about to have a rough year. We're going to get to that later in this podcast. So Harden's over, you know, succumbing to his alcoholism. And then Harden's new dad tries to, you know, sit down and talk some sense into him like, you know, I, like a father would. I, mean, I love this. Vance rolls and it goes. He literally does. He
1: literally tries to dad up by, like, doing the hand on the back. Hey, champ. Thing. And you're like, you're like, I don't know buddy this is the right vibe as of right now
0: dude, i just want harden to look and be like dude you didn't just you know cheat on your wife with my mom but you also made my dad a cuck like
1: dude he cut dude the dad <laughs> cuck dad dude there should be a cuck club for this fucking movie with hates like Michael hates
0: the Noah. The of it no <laughs>
1: fuck you <laughs> fuck you <laughs> i'm going to throw up i'm going to i'm going to i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something heinous just scattered throughout the rest of this podcast so you can't edit it
0: <laughs> so so yeah, Hardin's pissed that you know everybody lied to him you know except the chancellor who just didn't know and you know Hardin calls uh, vance a coward and then goes to grab a bottle finish it and then just fucking leaves Tess at this wedding reception and is like, oh, fuck, I think I probably got to got to go get him. So we go outside to Harden's uh, old house where Harden you was know, drinking whiskey to forget his problems, you know, like I will to forget this movie. And he has angsty flashbacks to his youth flashback, young Harden and his mom talking to his, you know, actual father while Ken, the chancellor, is just being an alcoholic bitch. And Ken is mad because Vance gave him a book and then shoves Harden to the ground and rips the pages off because, you know, the college chancellor is like, fuck reading. Such an
1: odd fucking vibe for a guy who's a college chancellor. He's like, real men don't read, you pussy. And he shoves like an eight-year-old to the ground. <laughs> like, you're like, hell yeah, bud. <laughs> I don't know how they get down in the UK, but that, <laughs> that's a it's a real specific vibe.
0: They call it a stiff arm in American football. You'll you'll learn one of these days.
1: (laughs) It's just he's like Randall Cunningham, just punching a kid (laughs) to the ground.
0: (laughs) Back to modern times. Tessa finds Harden drinking and Tessa wants, you know, she's she's like, I just want to return to the hotel. And Harden's like starts yelling at her because, you know, his whole life was a lie and, you know, doing toxic boy behavior. And Tessa wants to leave. But Harden performs, you know, breaking and entering and fucking smashes a window to enter his mom's house. So he just waltzes on in and Tessa tries to talk some sense into Harden who starts pouring whiskey onto the ground. Like he's going to light this bitch ablaze while they quote Hemingway at each other. So yeah, his plan (laughs) is to literally burn the place to the ground and he's quoting Hemingway while this is going on and talking about his fucked up life. Like Harden's literally that, that dude that you're riding in the car with who starts going a hundred miles an hour down the freeway and then just says, dude, I really loved her, man. Like, Yeah, it's Max, just- I
1: know I know you can relate to that.
0: <laughs> You're coming back. You're coming back. I like it, Mike. I, I like, exactly. I like I'm, it.
1: I'm scrappy. I'm scrappy. I'm scrappy little third grader going up against Mike Tyson.
0: <laughs> Mike, I, Mike, I love the energy. I think we need to create a new character on this podcast, sick Mike, that just gives no <laughs> fucks, throws up, and then continues to roast you.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, I'm... This is, that's such a weird character to dream up but I'm down. I'm here for it. I'm on i it's I I'm I'm I've lost all I've lost all filters now.
0: That's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so Tessa just watches Harden do all this shit and you know they talk about how fucked up they all are and then like then shit actually starts burning. Then Christian Vance just comes in to try to talk some sense into Harden inside of a burning house. It's so edgy and tess is just <laughs> standing there like an npc like what am i doing and you know they just do nothing except argue inside this burning building and christian's like i'm sorry i ruined your life son <laughs> it's, it's a fun, it feels like
1: recap. it feels like a damn it feels like a, it feels like a like a youtube comedy sketch because it's literally Harden doing the i used to love her man like thing but with arson and then the and then christian vance is just crying in the corner being like i love you son and i wish i was there for you And, and tessa's just literally just like the one emoji of the person just awkwardly standing there just being like uh harden this this isn't this isn't like you (laughs) fuck that's not working uh you're 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 better than this (laughs) like
0: (laughs) you're better than this burn down the whole fucking building
1: (laughs) she's like like, let's level the the city block baby and she just puts on a shea Guevara shirt
0: (laughs) so christian pushes harden out of the burning building and christian just stays and Harden and Tessa just drives off through the night and Christian is now arrested by the police for starting the fire. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> sure. Some would,
1: some, would, some would say he some would say we didn't start the fire.
0: It was Christian Vance the whole time.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's not been burning since the world's been turning. It's it's Christian Vance. It's only Christian Vance.
0: <laughs> so the next day Harden wakes up Tessa, you know, is comes back in the car and she's like, Yeah, I, I just kept driving. Also, Christian said he started the fire, and Harden's like, you know, he's got lawyers, you know, it doesn't change anything. He'll be fine. I I'm I don't think that's how the legal system works. I, I love it. I love Harden. I love how I love how
1: confidently incorrect he is. He's like, he's got lawyers, doesn't matter. He can just throw money at his issue, and you're like, it is. It is arson. You're like I don't know how to tell you this, bud, but it's kind of hard to make arson go away.
0: <laughs> and and he did admit to it too to a police yeah, exactly. officer.
1: It's it's really hard when you show when when the cops show up to a burning building and you're out there and you just went guess who did it? Who's got two thumbs and burnt down the building? It's this guy, <laughs> like. <laughs> It's kind of hard to legally defend that.
0: So now we go uh, back to the Vance's hotel room. You know, Christian's trying to talk to Kimberly, but, you know, they're fighting. Back in the car, Tessa and Harden pr- pull over on the side of the road, and Harden gets out to look over the English countryside and is like, I think I should stay here a while. I just keep dragging you into my shit. And Tessa's like, please don't push me away again and again and again and again and again and again.
1: See, again, 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 Tessa is not a, Tessa, Tessa is someone who gets emotionally manipulated and abused so regularly in this series. She is Mm -hmm. always taken through the ringer in so many ways. My God, you have to be stupid at this point. The man tried to burn down his mother's house. You can't look at someone rationally after they've done this to you. They've they've emotionally abused you in irreparable ways for six straight months. Then try mm. then try to burn down their folks. You don't go. He's a fixer upper. Like no, he's not a he's not an old car. All right, he
0: is he he's like a lunatic. I'm glad you used the word fixing because Tessa says something later in the movie that I really want to focus in on. Hell yeah! So, uh, but you know, with their conversation, they find this really hot, and uh, so Harden <laughs> and Tesso start making out, and they fuck I, in a car I, on the side of the I, road I, with the door just <laughs> wide fucking open.
1: I hate, I hate it. I do hate it. I really hate it at this point. They just pull. They just plow over a fucking open field with the door open. It's not like they're like in some bushes. It's just they're just they're just they're just clapping cheeks in the middle of the road in like rural England.
0: Okay, so they're not actually clapping cheeks like in the middle of the road. Like they're in the car off to the side. But that would be Dog. so funny if you were driving and you just see two people just <laughs> clapping <laughs> cheeks. On just, the side. I, just, I just like dude, imagine some shepherd
1: is like he's like tending to his sheep and he just hears And, and, and then the shepherd just starts clapping lobby and like oh shit, what are we celebrating? And he just like looks up and he's like, oh my god.
0: <laughs> oh my god okay. Okay, so back back to after ever happy. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> we go outside the uh, Vance's hotel. Harden and Tessa they arrive, go their separate ways. Harden gives one last kiss and then goes off to go do uh, British boy things. Inside Vance's hotel, Tessa arrives to do more gossiping with Kimberly. So they, you know, sit, sit in the bedroom and Tessa like, you know, just gossips to the cuck we in. And Tessa wants shit to work. You know, she feels like she's drowning and Kimberly is also struggling. And then Harden sends Tessa via his new daddy a ticket to America like he's fucking made of money or some shit.
1: Right. Love it.
0: Dude. (laughs) A1. Love it. Yeah,
1: sure. Whatever. At this point, we ball. Sure, why not?
0: (laughs) Fuck it. So um, we go with Harden. He's walking down some street and walks up to some rundown apartment. Harden just knocks on the door, and it's par- the apartment of some of his degenerate buddies. Harden's back, baby. I, I,
1: it's. I love it. I love it. This movie just goes. He is like Harden. Apparently, is just the cock of the walk. Like he just rolls into some random apartment on a shitty in a shitty part of town, and they're just like. The man himself is back, <laughs> baby, and they throw a rager. <laughs> like, Dude, I they- love them Just
0: lack a setup. All right, sure. I'm, I'm just watching these people, and I'm like, nope. nobody talks like that. Like I would like, <laughs> n- like if they were actually his friends and they saw Harden Scott walking up, they'd probably say some shit. Well, look who fucking decided to finally show up. You absolute asshole and then they would you know like maybe beat the shit out of him and then bring him back into the apartment this isn't how people talk i love it it's it's so great it's
1: they literally did the equivalent (sighs) of you son of a bitch i'm in but for seeing their friend again they're like oh look he's back in town and that was it
0: So back at the Vances, Tessa exits the bathroom wearing you know really nice clothes and is like, "I'm gonna go get him." Well, Kimberly is like, "Get it, girl," because I haven't been just like Michael Flaherty.
1: All right, I'm getting, I'm gonna uh, now I'm on high alert.
0: I'm, I'm coming for you. So in her car, Tessa calls Harden's phone, but one of these like random party goers picks up his phone and answers it, and you know she gets enough information apparently to just locate him at this sketchy apartment. And Tessa finds the sketchy apartment and goes inside. So she goes to this part, this party that's made up of maybe like fifteen people. But then gets hit on by one of Harden's degenerate buddies and finds Harden getting hugged from behind by some chick. And he immediately straightens up, like, "No, I wasn't just you know, it's fine, it's fine. What, what are you doing here?" And you know, of course, <laughs> another argument between Tessa and Harden.
1: What what do, you, what do you expect? It's the same trope. It's the same trope, and it's like you know fool me once shame on me fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me fool me three times we're both Can't fucking stupid again yeah. fool me four times hey there we gotta we gotta shape up after this <laughs> this is getting insane and you know what this is getting insane it's literally hard and it's not like it's not like like one of harden's female friends came up hugged him from behind and is like thank oh my god i haven't seen you in a minute how are you and you're like oh hey how's it going like it's literally like he's getting his nipples rubbed and he's like whoa who, 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 who is, we weren't doing anything and you're like, it, fucking, it looks like something was happening <laughs>
0: You just see Harden Scott just wearing a normal shirt, but there are two holes cut out around the nipples.
1: (laughs) I just love that. I just like the the idea that Tessa walks in and it's Harden with his shirt, with his t-shirt, with his nipples cut out and just two separate people are rubbing his nipples. He's like, oh, Tessa. Oh, hey. Oh, what are you doing here?
0: Hard Scott, full blown BDSM gear, like he's got a <laughs> gag and everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's just—he's literally in the—he's in the, like the shibari, the Japanese tying up thing. <laughs> and he's like, he's like "Oh, Desire, hey, what's was on? good. We were just, you know, playing some playing some Mario Kart, and I, you
0: know, I lost the race." <laughs> These are some of my uh, my, uh, my friends that I met on a on a on a on a swingers cruise. <laughs> <laughs> he was on a he was on a
1: booze cruise and he painted his swingers.
0: Okay, so of course they argue Tessa fucking smashes the liquor bottle that Harden was holding and, you know, calls him a coward. And Tessa's like, I'm giving you one more chance. One more, like that's like 17 chances too many. I'm yeah. walking out that door without you. That's it. And then Harden, like, you know, goes back to getting embraced by this girl. And then Tessa goes to walk off. But like one of his friends puts his arm around her and then Harden is like, wait, Tessa, let's talk outside. I'm like, what, what do you I, want, homie? What do you want? Yeah, I know.
1: It's it's so funny. Harden's like Harden's like, what a bitch didn't like her anyways. And then one of his friends is like, oh okay, all right. So it's it's a fair game, all right, bud. And then he starts walking. Harden's like, you asshole! How could you? How could you disrespect me like that? You can't have your cake and eat it too, buddy. Either you do or you don't. Pick a lane.
0: So Harden and Tessa go outside and argue, of course. So Harden's like, "There is no us. We go around in circles." And I'm sitting here like, "I know we've spent four movies doing the same shit." And then Tessa's like, "You know, (laughs) shit, you right." Gets in the car and leaves. While Harden, you know, changes his names to Kyle and punches a wall, then screams like he just lost his parents. Well, I guess he really is trying to be Batman then it's it's
1: yeah it's a batman or or goku if we're keeping with the dragon ball z
0: theme <laughs> uh so uh, back inside you know we get one of those like stupid sped up art house shots of Harden sitting on the couch while everyone's partying around him then tessa flies back to washington state uh, to her and Harden's apartment. And then Landon drops her off at, you know, keep in mind the professor's apartment. You remember that? This is a professor's apartment. You know, it's- whatever happened to that professor that Harden talked about from the first movie,
1: man, baby Harden hooked out and he just like tossed him in a river or something. It's I'm telling you, he's a, he's a man, baby. He's so valid. Justin. It is not, mm-hmm. it is not the, be- I-, I fully would believe that Harden has just killed one guy and now he thinks he's like super hardcore and badass. <laughs> and now
0: he's just like, he's like, yeah, I'm super rich, you know? Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah look
1: at this place.
0: Jesus Christ, he really is Batman. His superpower is that he's rich.
1: <laughs> his dad made it go
0: away. <laughs> Both of his dads.
1: <laughs> it's, yeah, even
0: Cuck Dad is rich. That's right. <laughs> so Tessa goes inside the apartment, you looks around has flashbacks and then like she sees like her and heart you know making cookies and then you know maybe hugging that all like oh I don't know mr. Stark I don't feel so good disintegrate away
1: I dude I love that that made me utterly gag laughing like literally it's I, and blisters, he's not joking. They literally, mm. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good, wither away. It's so, like, they actually just wither away. It is, I, I literally bust out laughing because it was so
0: ridiculous. Like, I i don't, like, they haven't done anything like this throughout the Mike. Can you recall them doing anything like no. resembling this? Hell like, no. It just feels so out of place here. <clears throat> yeah. So we get a quick scene with Harden back in London that actually doesn't matter. So I'm going to go past it. Back to the apartment in Washington. Tessa's just walking around and then she notices something's not right. And this is where Tessa finds her dad dead in the apartment like Like, we're going to do this, really, movie? We're really going to do this in this movie? Are you fucking kidding me? We already had arson, but you're just going to throw Dead Dad in it, too? Why? Why? I... Why?
1: Why? No, I... You just say... has I just like the idea of this alternate timeline where 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 the where Tessa looks at the dad and as the dad's getting carted away by the ambulance she just opens up her wardrobe and it's just a Batgirl costume and she's like I am the dark <laughs> and you just and you just hear the intro to the fucking the, the Batman starring Robert Pattinson theme <laughs>
0: something listen this whole thing like it's just a setup for Batman, that's all. After is prove me wrong. After,
1: after is a after is a long-winded sequence where <laughs> Josephine Lagford's character and freaking Harden are just turned into Batman and Batgirl, and they just like <laughs> run around.
0: So yeah, uh Landon comes in to console her. You know, maybe it was Landon who killed her dad. We don't know. So we see Dad go away in a body bag. Back to London, Harden's just you know being edgy and ignoring all of Landon's phone calls. And then at her mom's house, Tessa arrives, you know, gives her mom a big old hug. And back in London, we see Harden, you know, does more drinking when one of his friends answers the phone. It's Landon. And Harden takes the phone and, you know, scolds Landon. He goes outside. Landon tells him what happened with her dad dying. And Harden's like, oh, fuck, where is she? Landon's like, listen, we're at her mom's. You can't talk to her. And Harden's like, I'm who she needs. Let me talk to her. But Tessa is like, no, I don't want to talk to him.
1: It's so that is the. This is proof that uh, compared to the two, like they're both unhinged people. Harden is so actually unhinged. He's like, "I'm the only one she needs right now." And you're like, "No, bud, you've been real. You've been real nuts. Like you." (laughs) Uh it's
0: it's just like Harden takes every single situation that he's in with regards to Tessa, and just tries to think. How can I make this all about me? It's crazy. He mm-hmm. he is like, he, he inserts
1: himself. He inserts himself. He, her mother died and he goes, she needs me right now. I need to be by her side. You're like, Bud, I don't know how to tell you this. I think the mom is who needs to be by her side. But sure, whatever. What do I know?
0: So then Harden ignores that and just flies all the way over from London without even telling Tessa and then just shows up at her mom's house like, huh, I'm here now, sweaty. So he just fucking barges in. And Tessa doesn't want to see him, which, you know, I wouldn't want to see anyone who just barges in my room and is just like, hey, hey, how are you? I'm so sorry for your loss. What can I do for you? Huh? Is There's got to be something I can do. I'm so sorry. Just being like all up in her face when she's like, go the fuck away, please.
1: Mm hmm. Again, this is the one time Tessa is, like, rational. Because mm-hmm. Harden shows up and she's like, literally, go away. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, please, babe, I'm here for you. I am – oh, my God, babe, I am here for you. And she's like, actually, no, you're not. You're never here. Go away.
0: And where the fuck is her mom? Like, she just like, she doesn't show up until, like, later he's- in this movie, like, in this scene even – and Harden just kind of like barges in the room. I'm like, "Wouldn't the mom like stop him or something?" Literally, literally, when Selma Blair left, so did the mom's fucking
1: spine. Mm-hmm. Because this woman is a doormat. She does not go. Harden, get the hell out! You have manipulated my daughter to hell and back. Mm-hmm. She goes. She's like, you know, you you sh- you. you It's it's you shouldn't be here. He's like, shut up. And she's like, okay, what do I what do
0: I know? (laughs) So Tessa goes out to their greenhouse and Harden goes out there to talk to her and you know, tries to talk to her, but she just wants everything quiet. She says, It's not about you, Harden. But you know, he brought a blanket out to her. So I guess everything is okay. And then the mom finally shows up and sits outside on the patio with Harden, and she's just like, I don't like you. And I'm like, you're not the only one here, sister. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You just, you
1: just go, hell yeah, sister. That's what we're talking about. We're all on the same page. Harden blows. Harden blows big chunks.
0: (laughs) So uh, just like Michael Flaherty is about to at the end of this podcast. Hell yeah. (laughs) So mom compares Harden to Tessa's dad, which, you know. Great, maybe he'll die soon, and mom Ugh, just wants her God. to not depend on a man like she did. The mom is like, "You don't stay." Harden's like, "Well, what do you want from me, bro? I love her so much." And the mom I, is like, well, maybe "I can fucking it. stay, dude.
1: Hey, dude, dude!" Literally, again, the movie does not hit a lot. The movie hits so many things wrong. The mom was nothing but facts that entire time. Literally, Harden's like, "But I love her," and she's like. Then stay. You don't because you don't stay. And he goes, What do you want from me? Still love her. She's like, I want you to stay. You don't stay around. You're a burnout and you drink. You don't stay. You don't love her.
0: So we go back to Tess's room. Hard is sitting on the edge of the bed and she's in it. And Harden, you know, just sits there and is like, you know, talks about her dad and the last time he saw him. Then, you know. Makes it all about him, again, by apologizing for what happened in London. And Tessa's like, you know, I thought we had love out of a novel. And I'm like, no, it's just a really shitty fan fiction. <laughs> you thought
1: you thought you had that Edward Bella shit going on. But really, you just had that Christian Grey and whatever the girl's name is going on.
0: So uh, she says she can't keep doing this. She says Harden doesn't love her enough to fight for her. Please, for the love of God, let this be the end of the franchise. But it's not. And Tessa says... I just wanted to fix you, Harden. Oh, L- listeners, 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 go off. Go first off. of all. First of all, this is not a this is not a relationship advice podcast. Uh, no. No, so, uh, but this is the one time we're going to turn into that. So fucking deal with it. Uh, yes, this is fucking toxic, absolutely. people. This is some like middle Y'all, school, high school bullshit. Thank you, oh my, thank people,
1: you, girl. absolutely. No, well,
0: the moment you know when you
1: think of the words when when you look at someone who you're who you were attracted to and then you learn that their personality is terrible you're and your first thought is i could probably fix them you should fucking run away in the other mm-hmm. goddamn direction because that mm-hmm. person is going to be unhinged and crazy mm-hmm. you don't want to you're are you or look at yourself are you a fucking mechanic no are you are you are you a therapist no if you are well good for you you know what swing for the fences but if you are not which i'm betting on it back the hell up like go away it is not your job
0: listen like i i could go on and on about this just but don't don't try to do this why write characters like this this is sending the wrong message to the people who are like watching this movie it's just what are you thinking trying to portray your main love protagonist like or your main love interest as this bad boy that needs to be fixed and it's all like, shut it's, up with that it's, shit. Exactly. Exactly. You could do the broken
1: soul stuff and not have the person be completely off his rocker. Like, like... You, Having someone who's a fixer upper is someone who's down the wrong path, but you can see that they're trying to get better. Harden is just a bad person. He just he's a serial cheater who tried to burn his mother's house down. Can we just really lay on that singular fact? He tried to burn his mom's house down. <laughs> Come on. I feel like I'm ins- I feel like I'm going crazy here.
0: So now we get away from this good rant by the way Mike I I love it I love I love it it when I see this
1: dog this is this is frustrating man
0: (laughs) so now we go to the funeral Tessa arrives and gives Landon a big hug you know we have a funeral that some magical donor is just paying for I'll tell you who it is in a second so Tessa and Harden you know they sit down at the funeral and just stare at each other from across it you know more white girl indie indie music then Tessa goes up to the front and you know starts saying words about her father I'm gonna tell you something Mike I could not pay attention to a damn word that Tessa was saying because there is just some pastor standing in the background with an excellent fucking mustache just standing there <laughs> minding his own business. I'm sitting there like, damn, is that Tom Selleck? It's mightily impressive. And I didn't hear it is. a fucking word Tessa said. I was just looking at that glorious mouth caterpillar the, that that man has. The,
1: <laughs> the boy has a Wilford Brimley thing going on. It is. It looks like a broom underneath the dude's nose. It is. The dude has a freaking stash, and it is. It's killer. You know what? I, it's, I don't normally this type of stuff is nitpicky but damn that dude has a yeah that dude's got a
0: rocking stash dude dude, listen shout out to the casting director or whoever found this man props to you can we get his contact information i want to know what his like grooming habits are dude yeah amazing absolutely that is an immaculate stash So, uh, by the way, this whole thing ends with Harden and talking to Landon being like, oh, yeah, by the way, I paid for this whole funeral. He's fucking Batman, I guess now. Oh, my God. So we go back to her mom's house, you know, and we go out to the greenhouse where Harden is waiting for Tessa. And, you know, Tessa calls all the funeral attendants fake like they didn't even know him. And, you know, apparently everyone at the funeral didn't even like him. You know, Tessa's all pissed at her dead dad who is actually getting high and not drinking. My mistake. And Harden is like, I want to be there for you. You mean the world to me. Come come on, Harden. And Tessa goes back, but Harden, you know, just stays in this greenhouse. We go outside the mom's house. Harden's like has an Uber cancel on him. Harden, you know, asked Lane, like, hey, can I get a ride? But he's getting a lift from Nora. Remember her from the last movie? She's a character here now that is regular.
1: Dog, I genuinely had no idea that she was in the last movie. But oh, she, worked.
0: she for for one scene. She worked I, at the same restaurant that Waiter Boy did. Cool. Tell ya. All right. <laughs> sure. So Harden invites Tessa back to the chancellors, but Tessa says, oh, I can't make it. I have a doctor's appointment in Seattle. And you know the Vances are also arriving back soon. And Harden's just like, you know what? I'm going to be with Tessa. I'm going to go to Seattle. I'm going to look for a space. But Tessa's like, I don't need anything else from you. Harden doesn't believe her. And then they go their separate ways. We go back to Seattle. It's raining. The Vances are back. There's more gossiping between Tessa and Kimberly because of course there is. Oh, and by the way, Tessa is thinking about moving to New York with Landon. What in the cinnamon toast fuck? It's,
1: it's so, (laughs) that's such an out of the blue thing. There's no rhyme or reason. Also, she's still in college. Like how the, how, who's funding it? Where is she going? Is she transferring her credit? Like (laughs) this is just, it's like,
0: like, what? This is, the, this is the most eventful year of her life. Like, Mike, I've done, I've did a fair share of moving in my past four years. You know, moving from city to city, or small town to small town. But this is like a year, and you're already making a move from home to college to an apartment to fucking across the country in New York. Like, what, what? Did your dad, like, I don't know, embezzle some money for you? Like, was there some shady shit going on? Like, did somebody actually murder him? Like, is there a deeper conspiracy here? It is crazy.
1: It's crazy. I don't, like, the mom has to be, like, a hedge fund manager or something. Like, it's, like, that's crazy. (laughs) It's, like, some insane, some insane level of
0: wealth is just within, within Tessa's family. Yeah, and Kimberly is like, you know, how about we think about this? You know, what's your plan? I know you're going through a lot. And Tessa's like, yeah, I'm going through a lot. I think I think I just need a fresh start. And Kimberly's like, okay, you'll get through this. It just takes time. You know, just move on from Harden. Go to the Chancellor's office now. Harden talks to the Chancellor, and he's like, you know, why are you a cuck? I'm not. I'm not like the man cucking you or whatever. And the Chancellor is here where he finds out that Harden is Vance's kid. And the Chancellor was like, I knew it. I did everything so... Like, that doesn't sound like an excuse to the drinking, but I loved you. I still love you. You're my son. And they just hug it out like dudes being bros.
1: Hell yeah. Cool. Hell yeah, they do.
0: Whatever. (laughs) Uh, Then we go to the doctor's office. Tessa's there, and she finds out from the doctor that the chances of her having a child are very slim. Very, very low. And we go to the Vance's, where we get more white girl sex music of Tessa standing around and looking in her fridge and drinking... And over at college, Harden, you know, sits on a bench and, you know, calls Tessa. And she, you know, Tessa's been drinking and, you know, he wants to know what's going on, but she hangs up. Then later, Harden just fucking breaks into Vance's place to find a passed out Tessa from drinking.
1: What is.
0: Mike, wasn't this. What is this dude's problem? Wasn't it a central point of the last movie with, oh, they were not going to be in the same town? They're going to be living far away or whatever. Harden can just make that drive and, like, I don't know, a couple of hours. Yeah, of-
1: yeah, exactly. Because they, all right, okay. In the second movie,
0: they hype up
1: Seattle like they're going to freaking like I don't know, like like Hong Kong or some craziness. Like they are traveling to get there, mm-hmm. and and then in the third movie, they go. Well actually it's kind of a hop, skip and a jump. And then you're like, okay, so it's a hop, skip and a jump. And then in the fourth movie they go, Oh no, it's far away. And you're like, okay, and then Harden just drives up just just on a freaking Saturday afternoon and you're in it's I movie where does this take place? You can't you can't pick four different quarters of the US and just roll with it.
0: You know, I feel like this movie takes place in the same place that The Simpsons takes place.
1: No, it's just Springfield.
0: It's
1: just Springfield. Yeah, exactly. Just Springfield, anywhere. Exactly. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Who who the hell knows? So Harden takes Tessa up to her room, and then Tessa's like, do you want a baby with me? And Harden's like, um, not now. Then they, you know, do more Hemingway quoting, and Tessa wants Harden to stay, but I'm like, girl... (laughs) You are sending this man mixed signals. We see the the red light and the green light at the same damn time. Like what? What do you want?
1: <laughs> it's it's. I like the idea that Harden, because Harden has historically asked for consent, he's sitting there waiting for the for like the red light or the green light, and then a blue light just pops up, and he's like, "Ah, uh, whoo, what?" <laughs> he's like, "I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do with the blue light." <laughs> it's, it's,
0: so the next day, Tessa talks to Harden and is like, what did I say last night? And Harden just says, you know, oh, you know, Hemingway, is anything bothering you? You know, if you are pregnant, I can work with that. And then just stumbles through talking about no. children. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> That's such a so weird, like <laughs> just like the yeah, idea, just like he's just casually just nibbling on some Cheerios. He's like, by the way, if you're having a child, I'm prepared as a man to deal with that. She's like, whoa, I was just like, <laughs> I was just making some oatmeal. What the hell?
0: And Tessa's like, well, listen, I can't get pregnant. Doctors says say there's a high risk I can miscarry, you know. And Harn's just like. I feel like this has been taken away from us. And Tessa's like, not from you, from me. (laughs) I love,
1: I love that. I love that. Harden's like, (laughs) again, the, the narcissist himself goes, I really do see this being actually a negative effect on me. It's kind of a bummer. And she's like, Oh, it's it's just a, it's just a wee bit of a bummer for you, huh?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it's uh, Harden Scott, ladies and gentlemen, is, is this who you want? Is this who you want?
1: this is this is your man's this is your man's this is your man's okay
0: so more arguing tess is like oh you didn't want kids until two seconds ago harn's like i just want to be with you kids are no kids i can't stop thinking about you and tess is like what about the girl at the party and harn's like i threw up when another girl tried to kiss me and then they find it funny I, and it's just resolved I,
1: I, I love that i love that he didn't sit there and just be like you know, like i threw up when a girl tried to kiss me and you're like yeah but okay fine sure whatever but when she was just vigorously rubbing your nipples you were like game for it so let's not let's not act like we're all squeaky clean over here
0: so now we go to a barbecue landon's going away party also like i mentioned remember nora she's here and i guess her and landon are a thing together and we get some talk of harden not wanting to walk at graduation tessa wants him to reconsider and he's like okay fine i will Cut to later. Later that night, Tessa tells Harden, re- remember the last scene, by the way, you know how they were laughing and, you know, they had a little bit of an argument, but they laughed and, you know, we're all they, they seemed like they were good in the last scene. Well, it's here where Tessa tells Harden, um, I made a decision about something with everything that's going on. We need time apart, like like a break. What the fuck is this wishy-washy bullshit? Like, did did I it's, miss something? Mike, did I miss a- something?
1: Why is yeah, it, it, why exactly is Tessa so game for Harden, so down with the sickness, and then she just 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 two beats later she goes, Yeah, I may need out on this one, coach. You're like, yeah, bro, you cannot, you can't just you can't just 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 escape change team in a time like this, all right? It's come on, you gotta dedicate to one path.
0: Like, I don't, I don't like. It's either yes or it is no. And but then Tessa continues to argue and says, We fight more than we get along, and when we make up, it's over sex and it's not healthy. Literally the last four movies. But Harden's like, no, no, no it's been fun. We've had, you know, fun, consensual sex. Again, thank thank you for clarifying Harden. <laughs> Again, like I said, credit where credit's due. It was consensual.
1: He, he's asking. He's asking. You know what? It's he, he may be a shitty sociopath, but at least he asks.
0: <laughs> and Tessa's like, I can't keep going around in circles like this. And Harn's like, look, I will work on this. I will come to Seattle. And then Tessa drops the big bomb. I'm moving to New York with Landon. And Harn's like, excuse me, bitch. And then goes <laughs> inside, yells at Landon, who's just trying to live his best life. And then... You know, Harden grabs Landon by his shirt and Landon's like, you know, come on, I'm always cleaning up after your shit, Harden. They yell back and forth then each other. Then Harden storms off outside again to go scream at some trees like he's going Super Saiyan, you know, keeping up with the Goku he's, thing that we're doing. He's
1: he's literally, or or screaming to the heavens like Batman once he's broken by Bane <laughs> since we're going with the other theme too. It's, it's just, he's just, he quite literally sulks. He quite literally goes to sulk. Like a child or a teenager that got that got cornered on a really stupid opinion
0: that they have. It's just, it's so, so annoying. So Harden's like feels betrayed by his brother. He's like, he knows how much you mean to me. That fucking hurts. I am shit without you. I feel like we can make this work. You can't just escape yourself by moving from one place to a, another and like, she's moved three times in the last year need, need need you forget and then tessa's like i need to figure things out if you love me don't follow me promise not to follow me give me some time and we'll or we'll take everyone down around us and hardens like how long tessa i don't know how long and then harden storms off to go live in the woods with charles the bear from i frankenstein Well yeah bit? baby remember that bit i'm bringing that shit back hell yeah
1: it's, it's 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 charles adam and harden it's they're just i like the idea of just mid as adam aaron eckhart's character for i Frankenstein is getting a haircut from charles you just see Harden walk over and just punch a tree next to them they're like hey bud you you okay and he's like i'm so mad
0: he's just be like i'm just
1: i just wanted to be batman guys <laughs> he's, i am the night i am the knight. see how badass it sounds when i say it
0: <laughs> so now we go to new york city the big apple tessa moves in with like only like two suitcases and she's good we get a montage So we see her like, you know, happy spending time with her friend Landon, but, you know, looks at graduation pictures from Harden and Harden goes to an AA meeting dressed like if Jesse Pinkman was reborn as a 50s greaser and reads from the book he's been writing in while he's working on himself. And Tessa gets a job with Nora at a restaurant. So she's just like living her best life in New York City. Oh, and did I did I forget? Waiter boy from the last movie, he's back. Remember him? The bag. He makes in? a turn. He makes a return, baby. Waiter boy is back. Hey, he got paid. Good for him. He got paid for this movie. I don't know how he much, got the bag. but he got the bag. Good for him. <laughs> he got a Snickers for it. So, uh, uh, meanwhile, Harden looks anxiously at like Facebook pictures on his laptop of Tessa living life. We cut forward. Five months later. Okay, now it really <laughs> has been a year since she met Harden. Oh, my God. Uh, so Tessa and Landon are talking about Harden, who apparently is sober, coming to visit and will be staying with them. But, you know, she'll be busy working a double shift at a restaurant in New York. How she can afford to live in a nice ass apartment in New York City out of just working at a restaurant that's not a strip club? I have no idea. <laughs> Man, what a man! What what a heavy part
1: of the movie is being left out. Tessa's, it's just Tessa struggling to make her end of the rent, so she's like still working, working part time at like a fancy restaurant, the other part time at like a strip club.
0: <laughs> so now at the restaurant at night, Tessa's working, and Nora comes by, and it was like, oh, the boys will be stopping by, and then Harden and Landon come to stay at Tessa's section, and you know Harden surprises her by just appearing behind her, like literally like fucking teleporting right behind her. And it's supposed to be all sweet, but it just feels creepy. Like, like a fucking stalker just teleported into your bedroom. And Tessa looks thank you. so uncomfortable. Thank you. Oh,
1: thank you for mentioning that. It's weird because the the movie a hundred percent is meant to mm-hmm. tee you up, like, oh yeah, it's supposed to be a cute little it's like a little meat cute. Like there's mm-hmm. it's okay. Harden's a better man now. Mm-hmm. And the entire time it's just got this weird energy mm-hmm. where Tessa's like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. And Harden's like, I came to see you. I'm I'm better now. And she's like, Okay, that's that's nice. Please go away. I'm working. And he's like, okay can we
0: talk (laughs) it's literally like okay here's a hypothetical for you so just so you people can understand it's think of like this you're out at like target or walmart or something just i don't know getting your groceries going about your day minding your business and you turn around to go put something in your cart and you just see that one friend that you had a bad falling out like your former best friend who you had a bad falling out with like five, seven years ago that just fucking appears behind you like he's been following you like this entire time. It's that level of like awkward that Tessa's feeling here. Yeah, and you're just like, you're, just, you're like, oh,
1: shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, you're here.
0: So Tessa's just trying to do her job and Harden starts flirting, you know, asks when she'll be getting off, which is going to be really late, like at 1 a.m. Go to 1 a.m. Harden waits outside with Te- uh, for Tessa, <sighs> who's wearing like, a pink fur coat, to just so you know she's knuff, and Harden walks (laughs) Tessa home. She's working at the restaurant because she wants to do something on her own instead of working at Vance. Meanwhile, she's waiting to get into NYU and isn't seeing anyone, and even has spare money to buy a homeless man some food that is, like, you know, comically... look Like, he he looks very, like, very, very homeless here (laughs) when she says so, like...
1: Yeah, no, no, they definitely, definitely sat there and just went, they were like, all right, Harold, we're going to need you to wear two beanies, three jackets, and we're all going to throw mud at you for about like a solid five seconds. All right. And he's like, this has got to be worth the 10K.
0: (laughs) So Harden tries to ask her out on a date, but, you know, she's working a double that she took so she wouldn't have to see Harden work smarter, not harder. We go back to Landon's apartment. Harden sleeps on the couch, you know, has more nightmares, but Tessa comes to calm him down cuz she can apparently run off of like 2 hours of sleep, I guess. More church camp music while with Tessa cuddling up to Harden to keep him calm. Tessa admits that she missed, you know, this thing with Harden. We go the next day. Tessa goes to work. Uh-huh. We go tonight. Tessa leaves work to walk back to the apartment in the snow and Harden was waiting for her. I assume for her entire like double shift, just I waiting love outside, that. staring. I-
1: I like like he's like he's like a child waiting for his mom to get off the phone or just stop talking to one of their friends they met up with. Mm -hmm. Like you all know the vibe when you're when you're a little kid accompanying your mom to like the store and they run into someone and start a conversation. You're just awkwardly standing at the end of the aisle like, Mom, please, Mom, (laughs) Mom, please. The Oreos are getting taken. Mom, please. (laughs) It's literally what Harden is doing. (laughs) <laughs> but just without any intent for him wanting to be there like him being wanted
0: <laughs> and then harden and as they're walking by harden even gives the home the homeless guy his scarf and i really want to know what would happen if harden just like you know kept doing this and just ran out of clothes to give him. So he was just, like, I every just, day just, like, kept giving him a different article of clothing to event, where it's eventually just a naked dude in the snow walking Tessa <laughs> home.
1: <laughs> you know what? That would be so baller. If Harden is, like, Harden's, like, I, I'm going to, tr- I can be better at Tessa. And she's, like, prove it to me okay and every time they go back he just gives them clothes until he's butt ass naked in the snow he's like I gave him the clothes off my back don't you aren't I a good
0: person now yeah you know I mean we saw Harden's bare ass in the second movie why don't we get full frontal in this one yeah you're like you're like why why, why, movie movie
1: you already don't care and you showed us his ass so just show us his nuts at this point why not
0: So we go back to the apartment now. Harden cooks with Tessa in like some really purple fucking lighting. I I don't know what was going on here, but it was very purple. Like, I feel like we're waiting for the undertaker to make an entrance and just, you know, (laughs) pile driver, everybody in the apartment. I was about to say, like, either either that or we're like in Blade Runner when
1: when our when our savior Ryan Gosling looks up and sees the lady go, you look lonely. Like I'm waiting for like that hologram outside the window.
0: I I hate this movie so much. (laughs) It sucks. So they talk about Harden's sobriety, then lick spaghetti sauce off of each other and get really horny. But Harden restrains yeah. himself until she's ready to be with me. But they really busy.
1: They get busy over a freaking can of ragu. <laughs>
0: oh, Chef Boyardee can wait.
1: <laughs> Just, I love Harden's like, let's do some food play. And she's like, oh, are you going to like. Are you going to like, like uh, what is it? Eat whipped cream off of me? And he's like, something better. And he cracks open a can of Sam <laughs> RT Ravioli And he starts slopping it over.
0: <laughs> Damn, Harden. We should put you in microwave massacre. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Even freaking Crabdale or Crab Tennis or whatever.
0: <laughs> so uh, then he goes back to cooking spaghetti like nothing happened. And Tess is like, what the fuck just happened? So the next day, Harden is still there. How long is he going to stay with them? Doesn't matter. Landon wakes up and sees Tessa making coffee. Oh, and Nora spent the night with Landon. You know, how scandalous. After another double shift, Jesus, Tessa returns home with Harden still at the apartment, just typing away on his laptop. And then Harden gives Tessa a totally normal platonic foot massage for all you freaks out there. And then he <laughs> gives an actual massage. But again, like like in a totally platonic way. And she takes her shirt off and her bra, you know, more white girl sex music. And Harden's like, I haven't been fucked in five months. I've been doing this thing called NoFap. No, he, does, he doesn't say yeah. that. <laughs> he's, he's like, I, could, I can see
1: sounds and levitate. You wouldn't believe the benefits it has. we you're like, all right, bud. Oh, you're getting a little weird there.
0: So Tessa mounts them. We get more sex. Okay, it goes on for way too long whatever happened to their break doesn't matter she's only you know he hardens only breaking her back so next day (laughs)
1: yeah
0: but um the next day Harden and tessa are in bed and hardens like you slept with me i guess that means you've got to start seeing me again lol gotta go bye i
1: love yeah what a what a weird vibe and we he's just like yeah i guess we're together again all right
0: peace (laughs) but when cleaning later tessa finds Harden's manuscript. You remember the journal he's been writing? She found that. It's a manuscript for after. Oh, no. Mike, Mike, the movie's become self-aware. He wrote Uh, fan fiction. Oh, no.
1: Oh, no. No. (laughs) The worst thing a movie can do, reference itself.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) And then Tessa just goes and reads the whole fucking thing, even like Postmates food, and just reads everything. And apparently it's good because she can't put it down. I mean, you know, I mean, it is about her, but like Jesus. He's basically airing out his relationship dirty laundry but in book form. Like <sighs> I such a such
1: a normal thing to do, you know? Just when you're when you're having a really rough toxic relationship, you know what a healthy thing to do is just just air out your dirty laundry in book form and get it published.
0: Well, like with this particular plot point, with you know Harden writing a book about his relationship, apparently that's like a like a like a fan fiction cliche. Like I don't understand Wait, why, but it's cliched it, in the fan fiction community. That's a
1: fanfic cliche,
0: apparently. What? How? Hey. I don't know. I guess it's just, you know, they they like they feel like I guess, you know, people who write fan fiction, some of them feel like they need to make it meta. So this is their way of doing that.
1: You all right. All right. Again, we are not this is not an advice podcast, but you know what? For a hot second, we will be. You you are not fucking Rick and Morty. You don't need to make things meta. All right, for the love of all that is holy. It can just be funny oh it my just god be a story it could just be a damn story you do not need to get meta
0: oh my god so when harden returns tessa's like uh hey um what the fuck and harden's like look i started writing after the first time we kissed i can explain and tessa's like oh i read the explanation get the fuck <laughs> out and harden's like you know I, I, I never meant for it to be published it's not about you Like, the whole fucking book is about it. And even Tessa says no one wants to read this sick shit. And I'm like, apparently people do. Like, Harden has a fucking bidding war going on for his book. I I love that little bit. I love, he's like, so many people love this. There's a Bidding
1: going on and you're like oh my god all right Anna Todd why don't you step in here and explain yourself all right because Harden's apparently Harden's character is just done and we when we we mistyped Anna Todd rolls in and starts reading her manuscript
0: so we get more fighting Tessa doesn't want to have people reading about her but the story is about unconditional love and Tessa's like I don't want people reading about my life and judging me but Harden will say people can always judge it was just my journey after eh, I met you, Tessa's like, well, I think that journey is over. I really like like, Like Mike said, I really feel like this movie is failing miserably at how about how people felt about this movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. It feels like it feels like the movie's not in on the joke. Mm-hmm. It feels like it. It really does give the impression that the movie saw that people were giggling laughing and having a raucous time in after and they went they like me they really like me they really like me time to go deeper and you're like no movie I'm at Davis Uh, (laughs) (laughs) ha! but um, (laughs) I'm something you don't know anything
0: about but um, I'm I love it uh, I'm uh, coming (laughs) back (laughs) making the climb back
1: (laughs) exactly I'm climbing I'm climbing Mount Fuji baby (laughs)
0: So at a publishing company, Harden makes a deal. And he, so he makes the deal, goes back to the gym to do more shitty boxing, then Vince to his AA meeting and you know thanking them for letting him to talk about his problems. Meanwhile, Tessa walks alone down a street and dances at a New Year's party and doesn't kiss anyone. And now she doesn't know what to do. And she stalks Harden through like the newspaper, and he's now a published author. And is back in London. We go back to London now.
1: I. He's a published author, and the, he literally... He's doing the... I, and, and this may be my memory betraying me, but I hope to God it's not, because it's him in a stupid turtleneck. Doing the Steve like, Jobs thing. Doing the Steve Jobs thing. I swear to God. He looks like a goddamn birthday clown. I swear. <laughs> it's... I hate it. It's it's so dumb. I'm like, I, I literally looked at that. and I was like, God, go to hell.
0: Go to hell. Look, I get it. If this movie was trying to be like a comedy, that'd be funny. Like that'd be pretty yeah, fucking, like exactly. a Back to something be, only a few people would know about. Or would remember. Funny, but it's not. It's not. It's just,
1: it just makes me roll my eyes and go, please stop. Please stop.
0: <laughs> so now in London. Harden gives his mom a copy of his book that's signed, and mom apologizes for cucking the chancellor, and I guess lying about who Harden's father is, but it was done out of love, so I guess it makes everything okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, we'll we'll say that. So Tessa, back in New York, walks by a bookstore and sees Harden's picture. Apparently, he's doing a book signing. We go back to her apartment. The waiter boy comes by and is visiting Tessa, and the uh, waiter boy is also a vegan fucking weirdo and they hang out and you know eat <laughs> food
1: just, well, yeah what a nerd plants <laughs> what a dweeb
0: so they order food try to do the flirting thing like waiter boy trying to feed tessa food it's just awkward and tessa shoots down an invitation from waiter boy for some gallery thing because we got to go to a bookstore hard scott published author reads from his book. And Tessa sneaks in the back looking like the Unabomber and he's talking about how... he. <laughs> she
1: does! She rolls in with a hat with a hoodie over it and a jacket over the hoodie. And she she, she, she definitely looks like she's about to freaking go, go mail some anthrax to public officials. <laughs> like, he needs some intense shit.
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah, he's talking about like... So Harden's talking about how he got there. And Tessa leaves, which, you know, kind of throws Harden off. He like... You could tell he felt her presence amongst the sea of people. And then the movie just fucking ends with Tessa walking out in the rain and hardening the store with a to be continued. Fuck this fucking movie. Did that feel like a weird ending, Mike? Did I miss something? It was- <laughs> I It was so abrupt. I'm
1: not joking. It was so abrupt. I backed up five minutes because I didn't think I actually reached to the end. I thought I skipped something. I was like, I literally sat there, backed up and went, there's no damn way. They just ended it like that. And it's literally just, she walks out, to be continued. I was like, movie, what the hell is it? That's so, it's not... It's it is anticlimactic. It is by definition anticlimactic, but it just feels weird too. Mm-hmm. Like mostly it feels weird. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like you're like, oh my God, they blueballed me. Or it's like, oh my god, that ended in such like a a a way. It was just kind of just it kind of just stopped. It's like mm-hmm. it's like if someone is in the is like in the midst of telling you the punchline and like 30% through telling you the punchline, they just stop and walk away. You're kind of like if you there, there was a logical point to stop mm-hmm. and you and you kept going. Why are you stopping now? This feels very weird and not like a cliffhanger weird, like mm-hmm. just weird, weird.
0: Yeah. Uh, will it make sense with the sequel after no. and hopefully the final movie? OK, no, well, let me finish <laughs> with. Will it make <laughs> sense with after everything? If you watch like after everything immediately after this, probably not. It won't. I'm just going to say that right now. It will not make a damn bit of sense. So it just, it just doesn't make it like the endings in this movie have just got throughout this series have just gotten progressively worse as time has gone on. First movie. Okay. It's an ending, whatever. Second movie. Dad. Third movie. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you're not your father's son. Fourth movie. It just fucking, there's no punchline. It just fucking ends. It doesn't end on anything.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. There's no, there's no logical, like, whoa, are we going to solve it? It's just, just, oh, 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 you're still here? No, no, the movie's over, man. You can go home. It's all good. And you're like, you're not going to, you're not going to tee anything up. You're not going to tie any of the knots. It's just, she's going to go get freaking McDonald's and go home. Okay. All right. Sure. Whatever. whatever
0: (laughs) now wrapping things up with uh talking about after ever happy uh, i mean what can we say that we haven't said already there was no through line it just kind of felt like they wanted to have the third act of this movie take place in new york because you know fuck you let's go get dollar slices of pizza and then go hang out in manhattan for a few hours like it doesn't make any sense there's no through line like more pointless sex scenes And yeah, I don't know if you got anything else. And the ending also sucks more than any of the last ones. Mike, Mm -hmm. do you have, do you have anything you want to leave with, with after ever happy?
1: Only that apparently Anna Todd is also filming the prequel called before, which (laughs) sunk us, baby.
0: (laughs) Like looking at the box office of these movies, again, I'm very curious to see how much after everything makes because looking at the worldwide total gross income off of wikipedia so take this with a grain of salt after 70 million after we collided 47 48 let's call it 48 million after we failed 21 million after ever happy 11 million the budget for like the last for the first three movies was 14 million the information on this movie budget was wasn't publicly available but let's just assume it's also 14 million how much fucking money if they keep making movies like this, will there be an after movie that makes like $20 from me and Mike's two <laughs> tickets? Cause we're going to attempt to see it.
1: It's a cool 50 that, and we're <laughs> going to be the actual only people that see this stupid movie.
0: <laughs> hey, they'll still be making some money from us, I guess.
1: It's it's good. We're gonna we're gonna personally have Josephine Langford and fricking hero finds come up and just go. Thanks for watching the movie. Good to see some fans out here, and you're just like we're just like, by mm, the wrong tree, bud. We're here to make fun of you.
0: Now, Mike, I do want to ask you because we haven't seen. I haven't seen after everything. Mike hasn't seen after everything. It should be out today, whenever or whenever this podcast gets released. What do you think is going to happen? in after and after everything i the mom's gotta die one mom has to die
1: one one of these moms is getting up getting a bullet in the head it's i don't know who don't know which one i'm thinking it's cheater mom because it's gonna be morally gray and everyone's gonna be like ooh, she was troubled and you're like okay sure whatever but i definitely i'm betting on mom death i'm dead I'm, I'm that's where i'm putting that's where i'm hedging my bets
0: Now here's what's gonna happen it's gonna be a. This is gonna be at Tessa and Harden's wedding and some and the pastor's gonna be like, Does anybody here object? And then Tessa's mom's gonna get up and say, I actually have something to say. Then Harden's gonna pull out a Glock and fucking shoot her at the <laughs> wedding. And then there's gonna be, be a big fight between Tessa and Harden, and but they're gonna resolve it because love conquers all or some bullshit.
1: I, I do love the idea that they're at their own wedding and just like and like Harden just caps like Tessa's mom and Tessa's like like why are we always fighting we fight more than we actually like get along uh, but i love you i still can't get enough of you <laughs> like she just like this woman is so stockholm syndrome that she's like he's the best even though he's completely deranged
0: now i got two answers for this i got my actual answer and then i got my joke answer my actual answer Issues on the wedding day, but they fight through it because, like, I don't know, fucking no, love conquers all, or some bullshit. And the twist ending is that Tess is actually pregnant. Cool.
1: Oh so I think no, no, no! She's a hundred percent pregnant. Oh, oh pregnant. yeah, and there's she. Uh, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind. Her, she's getting pregnant. She's having kids, and Harden's like, "I'm prepared to be a dad. I'm a changed man," <laughs> or some crap like that
0: and it's Landon's kid instead.
1: Oh my god. You know what? That would be a twist. That would be a freaking twist if if Landon was clapping the cheeks on the side of the
0: of the London Road or whatever freaking <laughs> a, a field they were in. And then and then Maury comes out of nowhere to act as the priest and then Molly from the first two movies comes back and then RKO's Tessa and then Jace comes in and gets <laughs> a stone cold stunner but then Selma Blair and I, run down the aisle with a steel chair and just turns into a full oh cage match
1: it, it's like it just I do like the idea that you just see all of these people from like the movies so far just come running up and you just see the cage fall down on the sides and it's just a hell in a cell But <laughs> it's the wedding
0: oh Jesus well well, guys, that does it for this episode of the Messed Up at Midnight Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You guys know the deal. And stay up to date with what we got going on. Mike, do you have anything to say? Any words of wisdom about After Ever Happy? Or or just advice on being happy? It's, who's the name of that
1: one wrestler? What was his name? Chris? Oh, Chris Benoit. Yeah, Harden's oh, no. going to be Chris Benoit. No. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Or it's gonna go full Chris Benoit. That's what he's gonna do.
0: Oh no! I never thought we'd have to talk about Chris Benoit on this podcast. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, no, 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 no! Wait, 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 wait! No, it's,
1: it's. I don't know. This movie blows. If you want to see it, or or if you're if you're deranged enough to like actually be interested in this watch maybe the first one or realistically just listen to our podcast and then watch the fourth one because this is the one where just shit falls apart
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right guys well we'll see y'all next week see you next week everybody (laughs)